Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Well, <laughs> all right, we're just going to start in about 10 seconds. Yay. And it's going to be great. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be like five and four, three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Weisscast on this Friday that's rainy. I'm your host, Aaron Weiss, along with my co-host. I'm the cone host now. I've been up the... <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> or maybe I'm be the, the you know, I don't know if the cone host is the upgrade to downgrade. Either right, really... way, regardless of my title, I'm the cone host slash co-host Bryant, and I hope that you're having a great Friday. <laughs> Bryant really likes ice cream, so just like figured he could be the cone host for a week. Um even though it's a little bit chilly out, uh, but yeah, Bryant, it's a it's a rainy Friday in, here in Georgia. Uh, yeah, got got any uh, got any plans to avoid the outside? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, forget the rain. <laughs> yeah, as I was telling you earlier in pre-show, uh, I've I've watched a lot of uh, Arrowverse TV shows in the last week, like we discussed at the end of last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm almost done with Link's Awakening. Got I'm in the final dungeon. Um, the and then after, fish. yep. And then after that, I'm gonna play Borderlands Three. Hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice docket of Vigi games lined up. Mhm. Nice. How about you? What What do you got planned for the the rainy, the rainy day? I got invited by some college students that are a part of campus ministry, similar to the one that you work for mm-hmm. here in town, to uh, come by and make a character for their D and D campaign. Oh, nice! So I'm gonna go do that. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, D&D is pretty big at the campus ministry I work at. Uh, my coworker Trey, I th- I know last semester he he was the dungeon master for two campaigns. Yikes. And I want to say this semester he's like three or four. That's too much. <laughs> yeah. A lot of work. Well, I think... That it's technically the same campaign, just different groups. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. I think, but yeah. Hmm. If if I lived closer to campus, he he and he and Parker live like a block away from Bread. Um, if I lived closer, I'd probably be more willing to get into Dungeons and Dragons. But having that twenty minute drive, um, and they typically play after hours mm. and it's just not my, it's not fun making that drive in the middle of the night yeah i understand that but yeah uh from there i guess we'll go on with our our joke i i did not change siri um i forgot until just this moment 
But <laughs> um, all right, Siri, you're on a short leash. If this joke oh, is not good, you're being annexed next week. <laughs> also, before the joke, I need to acknowledge something. <laughs> I uploaded the wrong file last week, and I rickrolled not only the listeners but myself. <laughs> and. So basically, we're starting from ground zero with no listeners. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So if you if you listened or if you attempted to listen to the podcast before Sunday afternoon, you heard an eight bit trap version of Rick Astley's "Never Gonna Give You Up." Wait. Here's the here's the real question though. Why do you have the capabilities of uploading that? It was an outro song for one of the episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I I I named last week's episode Revitalized and in my Weisscast folder it saved it right above Rick Astley's 8-bit trap remix. And and I guess I just grabbed the wrong file when uploading last week. That's hilarious. But yeah, I'm glad that I noticed. I mean, granted it took me like 36 hours to notice, but um I'm glad that I eventually noticed. Um, so, yeah, uh, I apologize for that, and it probably won't happen again. Maybe. It, it probably, it maybe won't happen again. So, from there, it's joke time. Tell me a joke. Here's one for the kiddos. How do scientists keep their breath fresh? Experiments. I am all the way done. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Live on the air, I'm going to change. I'm going to change Siri. Sorry, Siri. Australian VC. Australian Siri. VC. Jeez, what am I talking about? Let's do Irish. I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. There we go. All right, so uh, Australian series Visa is up, everybody. So she's. She's yeah. going back to yep. Melbourne. I'm going to say she's from Melbourne. Nah, she's from Tasmania. Oh, I'm down with that, too. <laughs> uh, Brian, let's, let's start with one of your articles this week. Sorry for that harsh transition, but let's. We're, <laughs> I just just want to get going, you know? Just, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, we're good. So, Disney Plus is doing well, and largely, almost entirely... <laughs> it has to do with its Star Wars content. Yep. Um, it's probably its most popular stuff that it has on the platform at the moment. It has. Yeah, I was going to say as of right now. At, yeah, at the moment. It hasn't launched its Marvel stuff yet, which I'm sure will be just as high of a quality mm-hmm. as the Star Wars content is. Um, and there has been an Obi-Wan television series that has already been announced, Has um, and Ewan McGregor will be reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi, taking place after the events of episode three. Some news came out late last night that the scripts apparently aren't at a place where Disney are happy with them. And that after kind of reviewing a lot of the scripts that Disney quote, sent the crew home after kind of going through the reviews and everything. And basically what happened is Kathleen Kennedy um, and, and co over at Lucasfilm were kind of, um, still feeling a, lit, a little bit rocky after the really cold 
kind of reception that um, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker has received, mostly from critics. It's got like Star Wars Rise of Skywalker has received the lowest critical scores of any Star Wars movie that has ever been released. And mm-hmm. even though it's grossed over a billion in the box office, it has grossed the least amount from all of the newer movies that have been made. Hmm. Um, and so I think that they are wanting to kind of get things right. And so the story kind of came out that the scripts aren't good enough and Disney and Lucasfilm aren't happy with them. And so the Obi-Wan series has been delayed. But Ewan McGregor, the main character, who's per, who will be portraying the main character, rather, was interviewed about it. And he said all of this is basically a bunch of BS. Nothing is like he's seen 90 percent of the scripts. Everybody was happy with them. And um, they're just they're just pushing the show back to the beginning of 2021 is when they're going to start shooting. Um, mm. So I don't know. What do you what do you think about hearing that news and kind of hearing about Disney kind of rebounding again like they did out after Last Jedi based off of reviews? Well, I yeah, I don't think a company making over a billion dollars should listen to the reviews. Like it, it, I think it's cool that they're concerned with the quality, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, whatever a lot of the reviews are saying, it's just like, it's not, you know, this movie's not up to quality with a lot of the other star Wars, whatever. Um, but, at the same time, your property just made a billion dollars in the in the box office. Like it, it shouldn't make them shy. And I I think they're hoping that all of this will blow over for um for Rise of Skywalker, and then they'll we'll get in good graces with Mandalorian season two. Which is probably what will happen, but why not start shooting as soon as you can? Not delay it to early 2021, and then release it, you know, mid 2021. So like, give us a few months between Mandalorian and Obi Wan. But it, there's probably going to be a year between Mandalorian and Obi Wan. Yeah, <clears throat> and then probably after that, they're going to trade off every other year. Yeah, I think I think Disney understood with the way that they handled Star Wars early on that hype fatigue is actually a legitimate thing mm-hmm. where like you can only get people excited about seeing a new version of something so many times before it just starts to to be draining. Because um, Disney originally wanted to release a Star Wars like a Star Wars movie every year mm-hmm. and realized that that wasn't feasible, and so they they pushed that back a little bit. And originally, you and McGregor said they were going to be film. They were going to start filming in the summer of 2020 and mm-hmm. release early 2021. Yep. But instead, they're going to be filming early 2021 and probably releasing um, in the summer of 2021. Yeah. So, so it'll be it'll be really interesting to see. Um, yeah, I'm glad that this report contradicts ones that I saw as like pushed back indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah, because. Um, yeah, that that was that was just so discouraging for fans, you know, especially because this one's been 
looked forward to ever since um, Whispers of an Obi-Wan movie, which is what this is now. Is it, they just converted it to a TV show. Yep. Um, yeah. Let's see. Where are we at on the... Oh, just in time. Look at that. <laughs> oh, crickets. Um, all right. So my... The next article is uh, one that I posted, and I know that the headline that I wrote says Elder Scrolls is entering full production, but it, it, I meant to say Elder Scrolls is just entering production, and I don't know exactly what that means, and neither does the writer of the article, but that means for me that in the next generation, we will be getting a new Elder Scrolls game. About time. And yeah, for real, it's it's been over a little over eight years, and they've released Skyrim a, a thousand times on everything. Um, I'm pretty sure that you could even get it on floppy disk at one point. Um, you just get a you know about ten thousand floppies, <laughs> but um, yeah, I. I love the Elder Scrolls games. Uh, yeah. I was int- I was introduced to them. Um, I was first introduced to Morrowind on Xbox, but I didn't play it as much. Uh, um, a friend got Oblivion for PC um, way back, and I remember playing at his house. And then finally, I got. It came out to a console, and I had an Xbox, and I got Oblivion for Xbox 360. And um, then I loved that game a lot. I actually, truthfully, never beat it. Um, But then I got Skyrim, and I think I've told the story a thousand times. I got Skyrim day one, put 40 hours on it that weekend, and then didn't touch it again for like a year. So, man, yeah, in a weekend. (laughs) Yeah, I think Skyrim is the game that I played the most just like ever. I don't know how many hundreds of hours I put on it across different platforms. Um, I bought it. I, I had it on PS3, Xbox 360, PC, Xbox One, and I have it on Switch. Man. Yeah. But well, uh, it is a good game. So. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Uh, so, you know, I don't know actually if we've talked about. Like, how, do you like the Elder Scrolls games? Yeah, I love the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. And I was first introduced to Morrowind. I, di- I didn't play Oblivion, mm-hmm. but I did play Skyrim, mm-hmm. and I, I enjoyed my time playing Skyrim. I'm looking forward to the next Elder Scrolls game, and I think Bethesda needs this <laughs> yeah they need it to be good as they long as they don't pull a fallout 4 well fallout 4 i don't think was a bad game it just it added a lot of unnecessary things yes yeah i would agree with that so and it's very buggy at launch which yeah. is like classic bethesda it's classic bethesda but at at some point you it's it's unacceptable and i think that I think that for Bethesda, you need to upgrade your upgrade your hardware in studio mm-hmm. 
so that when you make better, when you make diff, you know games that are going to come out next generation, that they are of better quality. You know. Yeah. Every developer has its quirks. Um, mm-hmm. Bethesda's are like almost laughably obvious, and but people have kind of dealt with them because the games have been so fun. But yeah. Kind of burning some bridges with the, some of the decisions that they've made from a PR standpoint and stuff. So mm-hmm. they, they need this game to be really good. Yeah, they do. And honestly, they shouldn't really be working on anything else right now except for Starfield. Um, I'm I think that. I'm pretty sure Starfield will come out before Elder yeah. Scrolls 6. It will. Um, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm really excited, and that's... I don't know if we have enough time to talk about it. I'll, I'll just say it really quick. Um, I've been thinking about the next generation of consoles a lot, and um, I think I mentioned it last week, how PlayStation console or PlayStation games might be coming to PC, and I've been really thinking about just upgrading my PC um, instead of buying a, a new console. But then I realized I have a bunch of Xbox One games that will be backwards compatible or that will work with the next the next Xbox because of backwards compatibility. And that's like, I don't want to lose all those games, so I might be forced to upgrade. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But All right, Bethesda. All eyes are on you. They are. Don't mess this up. Let's go to the next article. Yeah, so... One of the most popular... I think one of the most popular games of all time, Tetris, had mm-hmm. a mobile version. Yep. Um, that was that was made by EA and PopCap called Tetris Blitz. And at that point, it was the only mobile version of Tetris that you could play. Yeah. And um, EA have announced that Tetris Blitz will actually be shutting down in April, but a new version of Tetris is already being released on um, iOS and Android made by the company network and the E and network is just a three. Um, they, they have like struck a, a multi-year partnership with the Tetris company to make this game. And so it's available right now to download um, on mobile and um it has a bunch of really annoying ads, but you can get rid of those, obviously, if you pay five bucks. Five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah. Five dollars. They got to make their money. That's true. Um, yeah, I thought this is I thought this was really interesting because the other I was watching a YouTuber that I followed for a while and he was doing his his name is Northern Northern Lion. And he did a video recently where he he has this. um where he brings friends on, friends on and he calls the calls it the northern lion super show and he brings them on they play games and they just it, they just have conversations about things yeah uh, whatever comes to mind for them they can talk about anything from like big brother one of the guys that he's a friend with that he plays games with was on was on a season of big brother so they'll talk about like the ins and outs of reality tv um just the direction of video games kind of nostalgia um, they sat down together and ranked all 100, all the original 151 Pokemon, put them in a tier list um, 
that was really interesting to watch. But they were but one of these times they were talking about the ins and outs of reality TV. They were playing the Tetris game that is that you can play with a partner that's on Switch right now. And um, and I was watching that and I was like, man, I love Tetris. I wish I could play Tetris. Mm-hmm. Um, do you own that game on Switch or have you ever been a big Tetris, Tetris 99 player? or Puyo Puyo Tetris? Tetris 99. I do have that game. I I'm terrible at Tetris, so I'm not very good at that. So, yeah. Man, I love Tetris. I think I think it's like it's one of those kind of takes you back to like a simpler time with video games. You know. Yeah. Just kind of test how quick you are and how quick you can recognize like gaps and how yeah, how fill spaces and it's, it's and, really cool. You know, for uh, I don't know, like. I don't know how long it was. For a while, Tetris was considered the best game of all time. I would agree with that in yeah. a, lot, a lot of respects. Probably not now. Probably but. not, no. But it was it was in the early days of gaming, like yeah. still like between NES and SNES. But I would still consider Tetris to be right up there. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think that there's a game that is more replayable than that. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. Oh, it's so, for sure. It's so, I mean, it's so fun. And it's so fun to play. I'm going to start playing Tetris again. Yeah, I'm gonna, you should. I'm going to download this. So, air. Uh, <laughs> me and Aaron and Jacob all have a game called uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Mm. And um, Puyo Puyo is a Sega puzzle game. And they crossed it over with Tetris. And it's kind of like Tetris 99 in that you play against each other and you can send attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of fun. And whenever we're, we're all together, we end up playing a few rounds. Um, but yeah, Puyo Puyo Tetris is probably my favorite version of Tetris. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, my brother got me into that. Um, I think that was the first game that he had for Switch. Wow, man. I, I highly recommend it. There's some days I wish I had a Switch because I think that there are just... There are certain types of games that Nintendo make with their partnership with with Sega or like their specific demographic that they're trying to reach that mm-hmm. I'm so interested in, but I've locked myself into Xbox. So I, mean, I could just buy a Switch. It's not like I can't just buy a Switch. Yeah, the Switch Lite's only 200 bucks. Earl, don't hit me. <laughs> all right i guess next topic huh <laughs> so i didn't know that they were remaking pokemon the first movie on netflix um until yesterday and apparently it's coming next month um so the remake is called just pokemon Two strikes back and uh, it is a completely CG version of Pokemon, the first movie. And it looks really good. Uh, yeah, it does I, look good. I have a lot of nostalgia for Pokemon, the first movie, because that is one of the first movies that I saw in theaters. And it might actually be the first movie that I saw in theaters. Um, I, don't, I just don't exactly remember the time of year that it came out. Like, I know, um, 
I know that Star Wars came out in the summer of 99, and I know that uh, Toy Story 2 came out in, around Thanksgiving in 1999. I just don't remember when Pokemon came out, and I think it was early... I think it was earlier than Star Wars. But anyways, one of the first movies that I saw in theaters as a kid, and I had, for the longest time, a lot of collectible things from it, like the gold cards from uh, Burger King. Uh, I had the Dragonite card that you got when you went to go see it. I had a lot of stuff from it. And, oh, man, this this is probably... Probably the best Pokemon movie, but it's not my favorite. My favorite's uh, Pokemon 2000. Oh, the one with the with one with Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Yeah, it's but, insane that I re- even remember that, and I've only seen it once, and I saw it like when I was a kid. <laughs> yep. But man, Pokemon the first movies really, it's like it, it's. So good. I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, have you seen the trailer for this? Is you good to watch it? I have. I have seen the trailer for it. I'll be honest. Originally, I was just kind of like, man, why? You know, but like, yeah. but it does look good. Mm-hmm. It does look good. I wonder what liberties they're going to take with retelling the story. Because, I mean, they have to change some yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want another Lion King on our hands. <laughs> this isn't live action, so... Technically, neither was that. No, it it wasn't, but it was. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really interesting. And also... Maybe, maybe I, I was just watching it with... Uh, I don't know, with like nostalgic goggles but those that the animation i haven't seen animation that good like cg animation that good outside of pixar mm. and Ooh. it could just it's high praise i mean it's just one trailer and i saw it once and i could be misremembering it but i think it looked really good i agree i think it lo- i think it looks good too and nostalgic goggles aren't bad yeah I don't think I don't think like nostalgia goggles can necessarily prevent a person from recognizing that something might be subpar in quality. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be like, oh, like I remember watching this. I remember loving watching this, you know, as a kid. But like, yeah, you know, I mean, but I, I think that this will be I think this will be fun. Yeah, I think it will, too. And uh Speaking of remakes in Pokemon, mm-hmm. I actually just saw the trailer for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon remake. Um, they're making the first one? Yeah, they're remaking it for Switch. Oh my goodness. And its art style is beautiful. It is like hand drawn. Oh, that's awesome. I need, it, to, I need to look at that. I yeah, see it, it looks really good because I, I think they're adding Gen 3 stuff. Well. Yeah, gotta go buy a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon series. It's, it's so good. I've never played it, and I'm really excited to play. They're such fun games. Um, I might look for one of them. I have a 3DS. I might, I might look for one of them, because um, I feel like they're cheaper than the mainline Pokemon series. You know what? I'm going to... 
I'm going to go to GameStop today. Live on the air. You heard it here, folks. I'm going to GameStop live on the air right now. GameStop. Going to GameStop. Going. And then come next week, I will no longer be the co-host because I'm I'm the cone host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to bring waffle cones to people. <laughs> next topic. <laughs> So the the NBA All Star Game uh, starting lineups have been announced. Uh, the NBA All Star Game is taking place on February 16th, and I thought it's been really interesting how they've shifted and changed the format mm-hmm. of kind of who they how they choose. Um, they have it to where fan votes count for about 50 percent, and then coaches and players votes count for another another percentage and um like they did last year and maybe the year before they have people who are nominated as captains for the east and the west and then they choose what their starting lineups are going to be um Mm -hmm. and for the second year running um Giannis Antetokounmpo from the Milwaukee Bucks is the captain from the Eastern Conference is the captain for the Eastern Conference, and LeBron James is the captain for the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, LeBron plays for the Lakers now, who are doing really well, and um, and kind of the Western Conference team kind of picked itself. I mean, Anthony Davis, obviously, LeBron's going to pick his one of his teammates, and then Kawhi Leonard, who plays for the Clippers now, and then Luka Doncic, so his second year. Um, he, you know, he won Rookie of the Year last year playing for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, mm-hmm. He's starting in the backcourt, and then James Harden is also starting in the backcourt. Um, interestingly, both people who were up for Rookie of the Year last year are starting, um, which means that Trey Young is the lone Atlanta Hawk who is starting in the All-Star game. And the Atlanta Hawks are god-awful this year. <laughs> yeah, they are. But Trey Young is great. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, God, God bless Trey Young. And like so, Trey Young is is starting in the alongside Kimball Walker, who's playing for the Boston Celtics now in the backcourt, and then Joel Embiid. Um, all of that kind of picked itself, and there was questions on wh- who the next person was going to be, and um, Giannis ended up going with Pascal Siakam from the Raptors. Um, so Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. kind of got snubbed this year. He's had a good season with the Heat, probably not shooting as well as um, he would like to be. I think I saw that he was shooting 44% from the field and 26.3% mm-hmm. from three, but he's putting up 20.3 points a game, something like that. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And um, this is LeBron James's 16th all-star game. That's ridiculous. Which moved him to third place all time behind Kobe and Kareem. Wow. Yeah, and when he made his first appearance in the All-Star game in 2005, he hasn't missed one. And he started in every single All-Star game that he's made an appearance in. You want to talk about just a generational talent. Um, I'm not saying he's better than MJ. <laughs> However, he's very good. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you what, you have any you have any thoughts to kind of add? Um, I just think it's interesting how in the East a lot of household names got passed like passed over like Ben Simmons like you know I I just 
I don't know how good he is anymore. But, uh, I mean, I know at least last year, a couple, two years ago, he was really good. Um, I, I don't follow in the NBA that closely. Um, when I lived with Nehemiah, I followed it pretty closely uh, just because he watched every game. But, um, yeah, I we we discovered that this was uh, February 16th. Where, where's the game going to be played? Do we know? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember where. I actually let me let me let me look. Let me look that up real quick. I will say that even though I don't follow the NBA really, I, I out of all of the All Star games across like the major sports, mm. NBA is probably the most fun. Yeah, because it's, it's an entire weekend of showcasing the talents of. Mm-hmm. The individuals. Like, dunk contest, that kind of stuff. The skills, the skills contest, the yeah. uh, USA versus World game. Yeah. yeah. The the celebrity game. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a fun weekend. It's in Chicago this year. Okay. Yeah. It's it's just a lot of fun, and you can follow that up with the MLS All Stars. That's probably the next most fun because you get the all the best people from the MLS playing a really good. T- usually a pretty good team um, from around the world. Um, and the worst one by far is the NFL Pro Bowl. It yeah. sucks. I mean, you have NFL players who are just like, oh, man, like I just got this hamstring thing that's just bothering me. I'm going to have to yeah. not show up to anything football-related until camps. <laughs> well, also, a lot of the players that you want to see play in the game can't play because they're going to the Super Bowl. Right. Um, which is something that they should just, they honestly should just omit players who are going to the soup because they're not going to play in the pro. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's actually a pretty good transition to our final topic. Speaking of football, which is Eli Manning is retiring after 16 seasons and you know, dang. He had a he had an, a very interesting career, and I really w- I think that he deserved to go out better than he did. He didn't even go out as a starter. Yeah. Um. This is a guy that won two Super Bowls, um, both against the Patriots. One of which, when the Patriots were supposed to be the best team of all time, um. He this the guy. The, the helmet, helmet catch. catch. Oh, my, my goodness. Gosh. <laughs> um, he comes from a football family. Um, he To say he was inconsistent is probably very accurate. Um, I, I do think that he probably will eventually end up in the Hall of Fame. Um, and, yeah, it, it's just kind of sad because the last two or three seasons he's really fallen off um he wasn't fortunate enough to be playing for a team that had a great general manager like john elway did for the bronco like john elway was the general manager on the broncos when peyton was there um and by all accounts pretty much peyton had a terrible last season until uh the playoffs when he just lit it up and then he got to go out on top when yeah. the Super Bowl retired. Um, 
it, it just sucks for Eli. Um, I I feel like he had a really weird career. Do you remember when he he was drafted? I yeah. He was like, I do not want to go to San Diego. Yeah. And um, somehow people worked it out. So where Philip Rivers went to San Diego, and he ended up going to New York. Um. Yeah, I just. I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, Peyton has commercials and Papa John's franchises. And Eli hasn't really been in anything. Yeah. You think he's going to be like a analyst or? I, I honestly think that Eli will probably just go away from football. You think? I don't think that Eli is... I don't think he has the same – he doesn't have the same personality as, as Peyton, where Peyton mm-hmm. is fine with being around the game, with fine kind of like putting his face on things. I don't I don't think Eli, – Eli is much more – he's always been much more of a reserved dude. Like mm-hmm. he just kind of – he would kind of go out, play, and then just leave, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and it, which is – yeah, I don't know. I feel like he'll just kind of go away from, from football. I thought when Eli was on, he was a fantastic quarterback. He really but he was. was. But he was inconsistent. And you tend to be inconsistent when you play for teams that aren't consistent. Like you can't be you can't be good mm-hmm. on a team that isn't good. I mean, look at I mean, look at like Brady this year. Brady is a picture perfect like right, he's he's like the the picture of like consistency when it comes to quarterback. But he didn't have the weapons. Mm-hmm. And so he looked really good in some instances, but in others, it you know, they, I mean, they got beat by the Tennessee Titans this mm-hmm. year in the playoffs, you know, that, and that's because they just didn't have the weapons necessary. So I, I feel bad for Eli because of what the Giants did did to him, you know, mm-hmm. and the situation that he was in. But at least he won two Super Bowls. Yeah, more than some can say. Yeah, and one of those Super Bowls was like in his third or fourth season, so pretty early on in his career. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I will say that the history of football will remember him as primarily as a uh, as a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. Um I think because because of that people will tend to forget that he kind of waned off in his his later years. Um yeah. Yeah. I think and, that's that's the luxury of winning championships. Sorry to cut you off, but that's the luxury of championships mm-hmm. because people can say, well, their QBR is this, and they didn't really do this and this and this and this, but he did win two Super Bowls. You exactly. Know? You know, so, I mean, Peyton Manning won one Super Bowl and was a first ballot Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, Eli won. I mean, he didn't have the numbers that Peyton did, but um, he won an extra, he won one more Super Bowl than his brother, who was considered to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So mm-hmm. I think he should be proud of his career, considering what he well, walked into. Oh, just uh, um, I guess so. Peyton actually won two. He won one with oh, I'm sorry, Indianapolis yeah. he, he and did. then one. So they won the same amount, but it, it, yeah, Peyton had a way better career overall. Yeah, breaking a lot of records and setting a lot of records. Um, but yeah, um, it's it, it's interesting how different they'll look going into uh, the Hall of Fame um, conversation. 
All right. I have a TV show in mind, and it is your turn to guess. Yay. That brings us to TV show 20 questions. All right. Was this TV show? Was this TV show's inception after 2000? Yes. All right. Was it? Was this TV show's inception before 2010? Yes. Oh man. Um. Was this a major? Was was this television show on a major cable network? I'm think I'm talking like. Fox, CBS, NBC, ABC. No. Okay. Um, was this show? Did this show have a? Did this show have an ex- extended runtime? So forty plus minutes. No. So it's a twenty-minute runtime. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> is the show live action? No. So the show's animated. Correct. Okay. Animated. Twenty minute runtime. Not on a major cable network, so it's not like Family Guy or The Simpsons. Correct. Um. And it was before 2010, but after 2000. Hmm. Was this. Is. Is it a comedy? Um, not primarily. Okay. Is it primarily. Action? No. Oh Lord. <laughs> um, is, it, is it a Disney show? No. Oh thank goodness. I would have never gotten it. <laughs> um I'm just gonna start guessing networks. Nickelodeon. Yes. Nickelodeon. Okay. Holy, <laughs> I just had like there's a revolving door of animated Nickelodeon shows just go through my head. Um, OK, so was it before 2005? Yes. I've probably seen this show. <laughs> I'm going to probably myself if I don't get it. Um, You're on 10. That was 10 questions, by the way. Okay. Okay. So I got five more. Until the hint. Yep. To my hint. Okay. So it's a Nickelodeon show. Um, would you say that it was the flagship show for Nickelodeon during its time on the air? No. Okay. Dang. Well. There goes that one guess. <laughs> um, uh, 
Would it be considered to be in the anime genre? No. Son of a <laughs> not teenage robot. <laughs> it's not my life as a teenage robot. My life as a teenage robot. But uh, what a show! Yeah, seriously. Um, so it wasn't primarily comedy, but that was what the majority of Nickelodeon shows were. They were all funny. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> On the network that slimes people. <laughs> um, is this show? I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> this stupid question. This is waste. You know, I want to get to the hint. Is this show was the show very popular during its time on the air? I really don't know. Okay, that's why I didn't want to ask that question. Yeah, that's why okay. it can count. But okay, yeah, I there's no way to gauge popularity unless you look at metrics. <laughs> um, was that thirteen? 14? No, 13. Okay. Was the protagonist white? Was the uh was the protagonist white for the show? Yes. Okay. Was the protagonist male? No. Okay. Okay, your hint is this show shared the same animation style as another Nicktoon. Shared the same animation style. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't I don't know. <laughs> um <clears throat> I'm like looking I'm like looking at shows in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to look at the animation styles. Was it show about a ghost? Nope. Son of a... It's not <laughs> a ghost! <laughs> Was it show about fairy, fairy godparents? No. They share the same animation style. <laughs> they do. That's because they're by the same creator. I know. <laughs> I'm fuming. I oh man, and they, they, oh. um, was this show hand drawn? Yes. Is it chalk zone? No. Son of a. 
You have another guess, and that's your last question. Oh, no. Um... I honestly have no idea. Um, just take a stab in the dark. That's what I just did. I took Wasn't, three. <laughs> take another stab in the dark. Um, was, is, was, is. <laughs> this show has told by Ginger. Yes. Let's go, dude. <laughs> It shares the same animation style with the wild thornberries. It does. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know why. The other day, I just randomly thought of that show. And I was like, oh, God, that show existed. And <laughs> that show's theme song was fire. It was. Oh, man. What a show. Um, we are well, never going to end this. <laughs> We're not. We're still tired. We're just going to go back and forth forever. <laughs> forever. Well, dang. Good show, mate. Good show. Um, uh, you can find me, your host, Aaron Weiss, on Twitter and Instagram at The Weiss is Right. Um, if you have any feedback, email feedback at com. I think. Uh, <laughs> you tell we're really we really keep up with the feedback you know what <laughs> I'm going to check it live right now <laughs> on the air everything live on the air is happening it's happening yeah it is Weisscast That's podcast I'll download it Tetris live on the air it's all happened uh Yep. We don't have any feedback. <laughs> good. Everybody's pleased. So, yeah, good. Um, if you want to help us keep the lights on, as it were, uh, find us at patreon.com slash Weisscast. Uh, you'll get the episode earlier. It's uncut, unedited, raw, unadulterated entertainment. Um <laughs> <laughs> This is why we don't have any feedback. This is why. Um, <laughs> and if you think of other, if you think of other incentives, uh, email feedback at wisecast.com. Uh, Bryant, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at bkstinson08. Well, cool. Um, I found the perfect outro music. Uh, earlier, and it is the Tetris theme song Trap Remix by, by Septic Pimp. What a great we'll, name. We'll catch you next time. J-Squad. Attack!